Hey everybody, welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week we're reading Telling Lies by L.A. Dobbs, an old-fashioned murder mystery. Who done it? Who's gonna make it out alive? How'd they do it? Where's the body? Who's the perp? Where's the beef? How many questions can I ask? We're gonna get to the bottom of it. Back to the Amazon Book Club. My name is Austin Hanna. I'm Ganesh Sarma. I'm Shane Burklow. And this week, we're reading a book by the title of Telling Lies. Ooh, everyone a, does it. A gentleman or perhaps a woman named L.A. Dobbs. L.A. Dobbs. Now, that's a hell of a name. Wow. I almost feel like the life story of L.A. Dobbs is going to be much more interesting than this book. Yeah, that's what I want to know. You got a name like L.A., you've probably earned it. He's a L.A. Dobbs. Hollywood, tell it lies. Hollywood Dobbs, baby. It's a much better name. Living fast, dying hard. Catch me on the boulevard. Wow. <laughs> that, uh, that's that's L.A. lifestyle, That's baby. magic in it. That's, that's, that's podcast magic. Uh, all right. So, Ganesh, how about you read us off a little, a little taste of what this book is about, what L.A. is going to serve up for us tonight? A campsite killer. An off-the-record investigation oh, yes. for yeah. two small-town detectives. Mm. Murder is only the beginning. What, what else is there? Truly. Betrayal. Well, that's worse. Chief Sam Mason and Sergeant Jody Harris don't have the luxury of being off the clock. When a drowning disputes the funeral of a fellow detective, they have no choice but to leave early. When a drowning disputes the funeral? Disputes? Disputes the Sorry, funeral. Sorry, disrupts. A drowning, that's even weirder. A drowning disrupted a funeral? Yeah, it happened in the other room. Oh, and man. they heard it. Somebody's drowning in that, look, other, look, in that look, open look. grave over there. Uh, you're drowning. After the body is pulled ashore, Sam and Jody suspect the camper's death was no accident. <gasps> As they attempt to solve their co-worker's own suspicious death... The de- the de- Piling de- up these deaths. The detectives parse through the motives of the drowning victim's friends. With a nosy cop on their trail... And the mayor, just desperate to restore quiet to their small town, Sam and Joe attempt to get beyond the cover-up. Just when they think they can rest after solving one murder, a shocking discovery proves that sometimes even your most trusted allies could be telling lies. God damn! <gasps> Ooh! Oh, this book sounds like a handful. Uh, murder is a foot. Something is a foul. Anyhow, I think this sounds like a really good book. I love a good detective Novel, like big Raymond Chandler fan. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like a good mystery, and I especially like it when we zoom through a mystery at a light speed and we read only five pages of it and hope we can piece it together, because that's what we're doing here today. Awesome. how does this podcast work? This podcast works, well, first of all, you open up your computer or your phone, you go to uh, an app on your phone, you press play, and then you hear us let's, talking. Let's fast forward a little bit. to. Okay, so this podcast works in a way that we read a book. Five pages. We read the first page. We read the yep. 25% mark. We yep. read the 50% mark. Mm-hmm. Keep it going. We're going to the 75% mark. And then, if you can even believe it, we read the last page of this book. And when we get there, we try to figure out what the hell we just read. If we liked it. If you're going to like it. Who should play them in the movie. And maybe we even have some fun along the way. Am I right? 
Yeah, we got to crack some cases, yeah, baby. I can't wait to crack this case. Uh, so We're the real detectives. I think. If you know what I mean. We are, and we should be paid like it. Uh, Ganesh, I say we kick it off and we get into the first page of this goddamn book. L.A. Dobbs. In. Hit me with it. All right. Let's get into it. Chapter one, page one, L.A. Dobbs hit me with that sweet mystery. The clump of moist brown earth. <laughs> start Not with a clump. Bad Ouch. That's a rough start when you're starting with us. Dobbs moist clump. Dirty, dirty Dobbs. Mm. Moist brown earth hit the top of the casket with a thud. Double up on the moist. The hollow echo was a grim reminder of how quickly life could be snuffed out. Mm, ain't that the truth? Chief Sam Mason knew that well, because inside the silvery blue casket lay the body of one of his own. <gasps> Officer Tyler Richardson. His son. Uh, maybe. Staring down at the casket, anger burning a hole in his chest, Sam made a silent promise to Tyler. He was going to find the person that shot him down and make him pay. Hell yeah. I'm going to shoot him. I'll shoot him too. As chief of police of White Rock, New Hampshire, the responsibility for Tyler's death weighed heavily on his broad shoulders. The tiniest state with the most murder. And the broadest shoulders. He was supposed to serve and protect the public. And here he couldn't even keep one of his own officers from getting killed. Tyler had only been 28, over a decade younger than Sam and only a few months shy of making sergeant when his life had been cut short at a routine stop. Mm. Ain't that the worst? How could you prevent that, honestly? Tyler had always been the one to help the next guy. Ironically, that was what had gotten him killed. Yeah, pulling over a guy. Want to help him. Stop breaking the law. Sir, I'm trying to help you. Could you please not speed? And don't shoot me either. Oh, shit. Ah. He pulled over to help a vehicle with a flat tire. How was he to know the driver had stolen that vehicle, or that the driver would shoot him down in cold blood and run off? That's what you get when you start getting in people's business. Stay out of his business. The incident had stirred up the quiet northern New Hampshire town. Is that how you say New Hampshire? You've said that twice now. New Hampshire? No, don't, don't even explain yourself. Keep going. And this crime was cowardly. Even so, Sam had made sure Tyler got a hero's burial. It was late spring, a time when the locals came out in droves to enjoy the good weather, a time for picnics and town celebrations, mm. but not today. No, oh, sir. The Cop chirping birds. <laughs> it's the day we bury the cops, every Wednesday. Budding trees and smell of freshly dug earth and new spring grass had done nothing to ease the sorrow that clung to the crowd. Bagpipes. Clumps. That's, caskets. That's America, baby. Practically the whole town had come out to mourn Tyler. The the whole town's doing every goddamn thing here. Dressed in shades of black and gray, they huddled in groups, the morning dew sticking in drops to their newly shined patent leather shoes. Man, everyone's looking fresh. (laughs) Got my best on for this cop funeral. Mm, We all have the best shoes in New Hampshire. Across the gaping dark hole of the grave. Most cobblers per capita. Sam's second-in-command, Sergeant Jody Harris, stood just to the left of Tyler's family. She met his gaze, determination in her red-rimmed eyes. Whoa. Whoever had killed Tyler Richardson was going to pay if Joe Harris had anything to say about it. Sounds like an eye infection. Nets legend, Joe Harris? Hell yeah. Drain those threes, Joe. Swish. Tyler's mom, 
Irma and Sister Clarissa clutched each other, staring down into the hole as if they still couldn't believe he was gone. Well, he is. Get used to it, folks. Their tear-stained faces registered a dull look of shocked disbelief. Sam could hardly blame them. The reality of Tyler's death still hadn't sunk in for him either, and he imagined it was worth worse for Tyler's two surviving family members. <laughs> he imagined it was worth it. <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah, sounds like a pretty sad situation here for the family. Yep, that's a real funeral. Tyler hadn't been married and was devoted to Clarissa, Christ. who had a degenerative muscular disease. Oh, boy. In fact, Sam was surprised she was standing, probably uh, oh. forcing herself to remain on her feet. All right, Sam. He's intrusive thoughts, Sam. The wheelchair that she had had to rely on more and more since Sam had known her sat at the ready behind her. Sam's chest constricted with worry about what would happen to her now. He knew Clarissa needed money for her medical condition. But I'm not going to give it to her. The family was not wealthy, and he knew Tyler spent most of his salary on Clarissa's care. Good word. Sad story. Whew, if only there was, like, a healthcare system that could right. help these people. Too bad they didn't have a fallen officer's fund. <laughs> Too bad's right. If they had, it would help alleviate some of the financial burden. Bummer. Sam knew Tyler's family was too proud to accept handouts, but Irma and Clarissa didn't know there, was a, there wasn't a fallen officer's fund, and Sam's 401k could survive another withdrawal. Besides, he had no intention of ever retiring. My right, capitalism's a bitch, huh? Yeah, ain't that some shit. Well, Sam, sounds like uh, Sam's feeling a little guilty for some reason. I mean, you can't really, it's a random death. It's not like Sam, you know shot the gun or did he <gasps> i guess we'll see yeah uh is that where we're stopping is there more to be had it's starting it's starting to get into like 401ks and stuff yeah i mean there's more <laughs> so it's obviously, obviously like financial information and uh, invested poorly in 1993 uh, yeah, i think let's 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 let, that paints a picture pretty sad picture of a uh, fallen officer whose wife is disabled and not a lot of laughs to ring out of this one so far but boy, we're gonna try it. Uh, Ganesh, let's let's jump to the twenty five percent mark. All right, I'm ready to put that sad, sad chapter behind us and see just what's going on at the twenty five percent mark. I want some mischief. I want some lies. I want some deceit. laughs. Some fun. Quite some frankly, there's sleuthing. no guarantee this scene will be any happier. We don't know. Huh? We'll find There's out. There's no guarantee of anything in this life. Sam was the first one into the station the next day and headed straight to the coffee machine. Gotta get my cup of joe. <laughs> the K-Cup Brewer was a new addition purchased by Reese, tacky who had gotten sick of cleaning out the old coffee pot that they had always seemed to burn the last of the coffee. Yeah, so we'll in. make more garbage for the earth. Capitalism strikes again, baby. Ah! It was expensive, though, and not in the budget. So they all brought in their own K-Cups. This is the saddest <laughs> fucking yeah. thing. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. The budget doesn't cover us to have food or water. Sam picked up <laughs> his orange K-Cup of Gorilla Organic. What? This dude's taking Gorilla Mindset. <laughs> Get an alt-writer here. Popped it into the receptacle and pressed the brew button. The smell of coffee wafted up. This whole mm. chapter's just how a Keurig works. Yeah. <laughs> what do they do with the cup after? And then I throw it in a big pile of plastic. He glanced at the rack where their K-cups were all neatly stacked. And then the earth dies. 
There's my Gorilla. There's Stacy's mint tea. There's my decaf for later. Oh, decaf curry. Really, just shoot yourself. Yeah, that's a fucking point. Might as well just cut down all the trees. Oh, <laughs> big jump. Uh, tea for Reese. Dark roast for Joe. Yeah. Generic for Kevin. <laughs> Generic Kevin, you fucking dipshit. His eyes fell on the Moonbucks oh. brand. It's me, Kevin, just getting into coffee, just trying it out. I'm just going to take a whole palette of generic. <laughs> I'll you. start with plain. Yeah, How's that? Not? Yeah. I don't wanna, I'm not too crazy about uh, flavor. You know, nothing too strong, nothing too weak. Just me. They call me generic Kevin. Are you guys glossing over the fact that uh, they just, I guess, couldn't use Starbucks, so they called it Moonbucks? Oh. <laughs> I was glossing uh, over that. Yeah, but, totally glossed. You. But I hate that. It's great. Tyler's brand. A hollow feeling filled Tyler's stomach. brand was Moonbucks? <laughs> yeah. That's what killed him. <laughs> uh, There's only really one in a million there. <laughs> the only one on the face here that like that Moonbucks. His yeah. eyes. <laughs> he was driving to Moonbucks when he was shot dead in his tracks. A hollow feeling filled his stomach and his eyes flicked automatically to the empty desk in the corner. Moonbucks. <gasps> Pop one in for me, will ya? Joe said, then stopped short, following his gaze. Her face immediately softened, her eyes misting. Sam turned his attention back to the coffee maker. Nah. <laughs> Not today. Not on your life. <laughs> he removed his spent cake up and popped in hers, swapping his now-steaming blue police-issue mug mm. for the bright yellow smiley face mug she preferred. Police-issue mug. Bulletproof. When it was full, he handed it to her. Coffee time. <laughs> they proceeded to Joe's desk. She sat in the chair, her hands curled around the steaming mug. Hot! Ow! I wish we had uh, health insurance, because I'm burning my hands. Where are the police issued coasters? <laughs> Sam rested his hip on the corner of her desk, and she offered him a jelly donut from the white bag she'd brought. Making it too easy here, folks. Yeah, right. <laughs> Their usual morning routine. Hey, that's like cop stuff. It was the closest thing to a meeting they ever had. Then he shot an immigrant. <laughs> Crowded around Joe's desk, discussing their plan of attack for the day. Of course, there were usually three of them. <gasps> but the other one's dead. How sad. The fact Tyler wasn't there weighed heavily on Sam. And judging by the way Joe kept glancing at the empty desk, he could tell it did on her, too. <laughs> Where's Tyler? Joked Joe. Sam was just about to start talking about the Palmer case when the door opened and Reese came in with the phone pressed to her ear. Tyler's alive? He said he's underground. They found claw marks in his coffin? <laughs> yeah, yes, Mr. Mrs. Deerdorf. I know that goats can be very destructive. Reese shot a look at Sam and rolled her eyes. Yes, I know Mrs. Hostler needs to keep Bitsy in her yard. No, we can't put a restraining order on a goat. I'll have an officer come by to take your statement. Uh, they're at it again, huh? Joe asked. Nettie Deardoff and Rita Holtler had been next-door neighbors for over 50 years. Oh, what's this name? I would love to know how it's spelled. You're just like hawking up a loogie every time he's yeah, those beautiful Germanic families in mm. New Hampshire. It's, it's spelled how it sounds. Okay. The two widows didn't have much to do but complain about each other. Well, they've earned it. Sam didn't know what had happened to start it, but ever since he could remember, the two had been feuding. Small town policing. Mm -mm -mm. Lately, Nettie had been complaining about Rita's goat, Bitsy. Gotta love it till you get shot by a tweaker on your way to Moonbucks. 
The previous week, she had complained <laughs> Bitsy had eaten up all her bulbs from her garden. The only way to appease them was to send an officer out and pretend the other woman would get punished somehow. Shoot one of them. Bitsy and her bulbs. This time she's saying Bitsy chewed her siding. Her son? Siding? Siding. Reese flipped a postcard to Sam. That's odd. She complained about Bitsy last week. I thought it was Nettie's turn this week, Joe said. Maybe they're getting senile and forgetting whose week it is, wow. Reese said. Very insulting. Joe eyed the postcard over her steaming mug. <laughs> it's it still steaming. He had a big pink flamingo on the front. Water's boiling hot. Her skin's peeling. What's that? Ah, it's still hot. Sam flipped it over and recognized the oversized shaky scrawl. Who? Sam. It's hot as hell down here and boring. Only talk about knee replacements and gout. Get me out of here. P.S. Sorry about Tyler. (laughs) H. Yeah, thanks for the heartfelt (laughs) message, H. It's from Harry. Sam flipped the card over to her, and she smiled. Harry Wollston was the former chief of police. Harry Hellcat Wollston. Son of a bitch, I thought he was dead. He got laughed off the force. Yeah, he's a loose cannon. When he dropped his pants and fell into that bag of jelly donuts. He was an idiot, not a loose cannon. Harry had held the job for what seemed like a hundred years. He hadn't wanted to retire, but age had forced him out. Now he was down in Florida and bored out of his mind. Just sending... (laughs) piffy letters back to his department. (laughs) Sorry, your guy died. (laughs) The two months he came back in the summer, he usually spent pestering Sam for information on the various cases they were working. I never lost an officer. How's that goat? You kill that goat yet? (laughs) That goat. Though Sam had to admit his advice did come in handy sometimes, Harry was more old school than Sam and didn't believe any of the newfangled methods of forensics. (laughs) I don't believe in DNA. (laughs) I just go on my hunch. He refused to use a computer... And Sam didn't even know if he knew how. Burn. You old dumbass. Oh, that's that. That's it. We're stopping there. Ooh, okay. okay. Um, well, we get a little taste of what they typically get involved with. Sure. It's some police matters of just, uh, very minor import. Just dumb goat stuff. Yeah. yeah. I can see now why they were shocked and rattled by the police officer's yeah. death. Sounds like they just love drinking coffee, eating, munching on some donuts. Hot, hot coffee. Mm. Extremely hot coffee. Co- cops like it hot. Yeah. Uh, and then Harry, we got Harry, the old former police chief down in Florida, kind of taunting them almost. Yeah, he's this guy's trouble. His note didn't really sound sin- sincere. No, he seems no. like he's he's got a he's got a, he's a postscript. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. That's pretty bad. P.S. You're bad at your job when you're when your guys is dead. Yeah, one of the four people that work there. You Dad, live in huh? like a ten-person town in New Hampshire, and you've got cops getting killed. For the love of God! All right. Well, I thought that was pretty interesting. I'm kind of waiting for the action to start. Where's the mystery? Like, it just kind of seems like. Yeah, I want the camp. Isn't there like a camp uh, campsite uh, murder? Yeah. When does that What's happen? That? That's in the synopsis. Give me that. When does that happen? Maybe that's fifty percent. Maybe right. we should yeah. uh, do a little dance and get up. To 50. Let's do a little dance. Let's cross our fingers and hope that we have a nice mystery on our hands come this this next break. All right, here we go. 50% halfway through the book. I hope that we are knee-deep in some intrigue here. 
How many people have these cops killed? We can only guess. Noah Brickley sat ramrod straight in the uncomfortable wooden chair. Ramrod. <laughs> what? Love okay. It. Cool scene. That's a, now that ramrod. That's an L.A. Dobbs word. If that's ever such heard an one. L.A. Dobbs that's name. LA. I mean, if mm. you if you've ever met L.A., I'll tell you, ramrod comes out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's There's a bunch of ramrods. It's Dobbsian. Some mm-hmm. would say. Yes. Classic Dobbs. They put their suspects in that chair on purpose because one leg was shorter than the rest and it wobbled slightly. Ooh. That's cruel and unusual Keeping the suspect friend. off balance. Ooh. Figuratively and literally. Sam was behind his desk, leaning casually back in his chair, hands clasped loosely in front of him. <laughs> Bet you didn't think we had a chair like this. <laughs> Did you, Ramrod? <laughs> you feel comfortable on that chair? <laughs> or you're wobbling over there, Ramrod? But you feel you a little uneasy. Me. Joe was in another chair, angled so that she could watch Noah. Look at him. He can't even balance. And that chair sat perfectly on the ground. <clears throat> she had a notepad in her lap on which she was tapping the eraser end of her pencil at an annoying rate. This guy, they're really giving tap, this guy the works. Tap. <laughs> tap. Like water torture. <laughs> just Ooh, like, this is just like getting waterboarded. Ramrod's not going to like this. Mm-mm-mm. She thought she saw a bead of sweat on Noah's brow, despite the fact that it was cool inside the police station. Do I see a bead of sweat? Oh, let me just keep tapping my pencil. I think we got you right where we want you, Noah. Uh, Tappity tap, tap, tap. I have in my notes that you and Mrs. Palmer... Whoops. I have in my notes... Oh, dear. I was... Oh, okay. I have in my notes that you and Miss Palmer started Leah software together. Sam said, a little, a little cybercrime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We started it in college. The name, Leah, is a play on our letters and our first names. Very clever. Clever, Sam said. <laughs> and you Sam. were lovers? Joe added. Hell yeah. <laughs> Noah Ramrod? swiveled. Don't call me Ramrod for nothing, bro. <laughs> Noah swiveled his gaze to Joe, his brow creasing. Yeah, we were, but that was a long time ago. We broke up. Was this breakup amicable, or were there a lot of fighting? Sam asked. Noah swiveled his head back towards Sam, appearing to become slightly agitated. Yeah, there were a few fights, but then we ended up being friends. I mean... I'll fight you right now. We have to work together, so we have to get along. We're good friends now. Uh Uh-huh, and and you're with Amber now, Sam said. Get up on my business, Sam. Noah looked momentarily confused, then his expression cleared. Yes. Yeah, I'm a romantic. Yeah, Amber Huffman. Yeah, she's a receptionist at work. We've been dating for a couple months now. Really? That's not awkward? Joe asked, causing Noah to swivel his head back to her again. Joe, you cad. I mean, your ex-girlfriend and your current girlfriend working together and hanging out together? Seems like that could be an opportunity for a lot of fighting. Come on, it's the 90s, pal. Not for Ramrod. <laughs> Noah became belligerent, his voice rising. What does that have to do with Lynn's death? Surely you don't think I'd kill her because I'm dating another woman. <laughs> what about that local guy? Oh, dear. He seems like a lowlife. You, you should have okay. him in here. Couldn't have been him. Sam pushed the gas station receipt on his desk towards Noah. Pay for this for me. We got the paper trail. He was pumping gas at the time of death. Noah looked down at the receipt, then up at Sam. If you're accusing me, I want a lawyer. We're not accusing you. We're trying to figure out the group dynamics and find out what happened that night. You have to admit that jealousy from an ex would be a powerful motive. You're right. I might be guilty. But you moved on. She you didn't broke have a me. I boyfriend. did it. <laughs> you convinced me. I sound pretty guilty. 
Unless you were jealous of Lynn paying attention to Jesse. Sam said. Noah relaxed. No, I wasn't. It doesn't make sense that I would kill her. If anyone would kill her because of jealousy, it would be Amber. Oh, Amber. His words trailed off and his face scrunched. Well, surely you guys don't think it was Amber. I mean, she wouldn't hurt a fly. You sound like the bus driver from The Simpsons. Yeah, Otto. Joe thought about how Jesse had learned. (laughs) Hey, kids, I killed Amber. (laughs) Joe thought about how Jesse had said he'd heard Lynn arguing with the blonde. Amber's still alive. Lynn is dead. Lynn, you're dead. Amber was the only blonde in the group, and it wouldn't be the first time she'd got a killer who had murdered her boyfriend's ex. Oh, yeah, (laughs) that happens once in a while. Wow. Especially if they were as close as Noah and Lynn had once been. Noah swiveled his head between them. A lot of swiveling. This guy that has one word for turning heads. Stopping at Joe. No way. There was nothing for them to fight about. I mean, the whole trip was Lynn's idea, and she encouraged me to bring Amber. Neither one of us still had romantic feelings towards the other, so why would Amber be jealous? You're reading it as, this is like such a dirtbag voice. It's really good. It's really set in the scene. Yeah, yeah, he's sitting in the chair, man. He's like wobbling in the chair, swiveling. Yeah, that's right. Ooh, and also ooh. just like your look in general, like personality. It all comes for the nice dirtbag vibe. Me? Are you talking about me or are you no, talking about the character? Let's go. Let's keep going. Sam leaned forward, the creaking of the old chair capturing Noah's attention and causing his head to swivel back in Sam's direction. <laughs> swiveling. Swiveling. <laughs> How come you didn't tell us that you'd get all of Lynn's shares in the company now? Noah looked momentarily confused. And then, as if a light bulb had switched on, he sucked in a breath. I killed her. Of course, I'd forgot about that. We, when we started the company, we wanted to make sure it could still be run the way we wanted it if anything happened. The lawyer recommended that we give each other controlling shares in our will. But you don't think I would kill her for that. The company isn't even doing that well. <laughs> that well. Uh, man, startups are tough, huh? Yeah. But you had said that all just been working long hours to put out a new game. What if that game took off? The company would be worth a lot, couldn't it? Sam asked. Newest spread his arms. Sure, but if it was, I'd have plenty of money. I wouldn't need to kill Lynn for her shares. Sam slowly nodded. See, you shouldn't worry about it because we're not doing that well. And if we were, I'd have a lot of money and I wouldn't want to do it anyway. Can you think of anyone who would want her dead? No, that's the thing. Everyone liked her. That's why I figured if, if it was someone we didn't know. Like that Jesse guy. Maybe it was someone else. Someone from the campground. I don't know. Like another camper. <laughs> Just anyone that was there. I don't know. It could have been anybody that wasn't me. Some people from another campsite joined us for a while. It could have been one of them. (laughs) Couldn't it? This guy's throwing everybody he ever met under the bus. I don't know. There were people there. Could have been my brother. I don't know. Yeah, there were people everywhere. Could have been them. Noah turned pleading eyes. Could have been you, Sam. Where were you, Sam? And then Sam. I swiveled back to Sam. (laughs) I was swiveling. Maybe, but I wouldn't count on it. All right, Sam. Oh, what a... Uh, <coughs> lame interrogation scene. Weird. I mean, we never really got any kind of closure on, was it Trevor's death? I mean, I guess he's, there's, they're never, Tyler. Tyler Tyler's so. the dead cop. Show some respect. Lynn. Listen, when you're going down to basic white dude names that start with T, Tyler and Trevor are like 1A and 1B. Bam. Uh, Lynn is the dead. Travis is up there too. Sorry. Lynn is the dead camper. Yep. Yes. And I guess Noah Ramrod was at the camp he was and was her business partner yes they started a software business together and then amber like also works at the business and then his bulletproof defense is that their business sucks and also mm-hmm. if their business was a success 
it would matter. And no one would ever die if your business was going well. That's right. I think he sounds pretty guilty. But if we're going by the law and order rules, this is way too early to reveal the killer. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking this guy's just some poor schmuck who got caught in the wrong place at the wrong time. I'm more worried about his neck from all that swiveling he's been he's doing. He's swiveling. He's, he's really uncomfortable. Everybody in this book really is very see. alert. Got a real keen eye, ready to turn their head at a moment's notice. Ready to get that uh, quick swiv on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody's getting whiplash in this book. And that's right. Man, this book would be sweet with sound effects like that. I think I'm interested to know how many times the word swivel appears in this book. At least eight. I think there were eight in that last bit. But if there's one thing L.A. knows. The Dobbs? When Dobbs, when Dobbs wants to swivel, he swivels. Dobbs gonna swivel. <laughs> Wait, why did you stop? Yeah, <laughs> that was good. Okay. Uh, let's swivel into the next section. Yeah, huh? I think. Uh, all right, I think we should take a, a page out of L.A. Dobbs' playbook here and swivel on over to uh, the seventy-five percent mark. See what's uh, ooh. Can you hear that? Can you hear that? L.A. We're doing it. We're swiveling. Here we go. Let's, uh, let's jump ahead now to the 75% mark. We have a burgeoning mystery on our hands. Seems Lynn was murdered at the campsite. Uh, Ramrod Noah, man of interest, but it seems like maybe, just maybe, he's got a rock-solid alibi. Uh, let's go. Let's hear it. Richard Bannister's office was on the second floor. New character. He sounds authoritative. Sam took the stairs. Richard was about 12 years younger than Sam. But Sam had known him since his family... Well, that makes him two years longer than Trevor. But Sam had known his Tyler. family since he was a kid. Travis. <laughs> <laughs> he remembered him as a somewhat chubby and awkward, but happy kid running around at town cookouts and riding his bike up and down the streets. This kid would just pig out at cookouts. Woohoo! <laughs> Judging by the mahogany furniture, thick burgundy rug, and receptionist in the foyer of his office suite. Love a thick rug. Richard had done well for himself. Sam wasn't wearing his police uniform, just the windbreaker with the white rock police insignia, his jeans, and a blue button-down shirt. Cash. So he flashed his badge at the receptionist. Get a load of this. Is Mr. Bannister here? That's my badge, and you know what? That's my gun. (laughs) Doc. <laughs> Her eyes widened as his badge. She had nice eyes. Okay, Light buddy. blue with just a hint of dark mascara. All right, bud. Her outfit was a tailored suit. All right. She looked worried. Move on. Yeah, she should be worried. This guy's, like, staring at her. The police officer's undressing uh, uh, me with his eyes. Is, is there Mr. some trouble? And he's off duty. She asked. Not at all. Sam introduced himself. Sam Mason, chief of police, but I'm sort of a family friend, just here to ask a question or two. I bet you are. Her relief was palpable. Don't ever believe the cops. She pressed a button on the phone and announced that Sam was there. She stood. I don't know any Sam. Right this way. It's the pigs. Show me the fucking warrant, Sam. (laughs) Sam followed her to a mahogany door with a large brass handle, which she opened to reveal a man in his late 20s sitting behind a giant desk. Travis? That awkward, chubby kid Tyler, on. Trevor? Richard? Bannister? Richard. Oh, the third. They call him Dick. Richard had Dick grown Bannister. up to be trim and full of self-confidence. <laughs> Dick Bannister, you old son of a bitch. I haven't seen you in How a... How the hell are you? I haven't seen you in a dog's age. Pushing pencils, I see. 
He still seemed happy. He stood and came around the desk, extending his hand, a smile on his face. Oh, Sam, good to see you. The two men shook hands. Richard didn't seem at all nervous, not that Sam expected him to be. Just because Lynn had met with him the day she died didn't mean he had anything to do with her death. Richard did it. He totally did it. He's dead. We're 75% in. Give him the chair. He's gotta be it. Didn't mean it didn't have something to do with it either. Sam wondered why Richard wouldn't seem a little nervous, knowing someone he'd met with had died shortly after the meeting, and now the chief of police was standing in his office. I'm above suspicion. I'm Dick Bannister, for God's sakes. Then again, I built this town. <laughs> maybe Richard was on the RB that had been on Lynn's calendar. Are you familiar with the New Hampshire Bannisters? I put all the Bannisters in this town. <laughs> if it weren't for me, people would be falling down the stairs. <laughs> you feel that Bannister? That's quality. That's a dick Bannister. Richard gestured for Sam to sit, and he sank into a soft, buttery leather chair Ooh-wee. that leaned back easily without squeaking. Sam wondered if he should upgrade the ancient chair in his own office as Richard sat back down behind the desk. I suppose this isn't a social call. No, Richard I think said. you murdered Lynn, dude. Why is that? You're here about Lynn Palmer, right? Richard spun in his chair to look out the big window. He didn't swivel? <laughs> Finally, a time for swivel, and this guy spins. This guy's going, he's zigging where he's thinking he's going to zag. <laughs> that looked away from the town toward the mountains in the distance. He sucked in a breath. The mountains? Ah, terrible thing what happened to her. I don't know the geography of New Hampshire. We yeah. were friends in college. She was a nice girl. Smart. Do you know who did it? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, I I have some suspicions. Sam leaned forward in his chair. So, did you meet with her that day? Sure. Richard shrugged. (laughs) Is that some kind of secret? Sure. Before I killed her. (laughs) 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 Because I'm crazy. (laughs) Oh, boy. Apparently. uh, When did you meet with her? Richard looked down at the appointment book that lay open on his desk. Um, Looks like before and then just after she died. Uh, from from noon until a uh, quarter to one. <laughs> Why was she here? Richard looked surprised, as if Sam should have known. She was begging for death. The and sweet, I said, I'll do it. The sweet release of my mortal coil. Give it to me, dick. She, she was looking to get some funding for her company. Hey, look, hey, hey. If, <laughs> if I was supposed to come down and tell you that I met with her, I'm sorry. I figured you'd have known and come to ask if you had a question. Well, that's why I'm here, dick. Sam leaned back in the chair. Were you able to give her the money? Richard's face darkened. Ooh. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I, I wasn't. I'm, I'm just a little guy. I don't have a lot of capital. That's why I fund the smaller companies. I don't have a lot of extra funds to get into anything too risky. Even if they do offer a high rate of return. And to tell you the truth, her company was just a bit too risky for my comfort level. Why is that? The balance she's still sheet. alive. <laughs> Fix that right up. Mm. That company had way too many expenses for the income. Richard spread his hands. I told her to tighten up expenses and come back and see me in six months. Well, suffice to say, she did not. His face turned red, <laughs> and he looked down at the desk. Um, uh, I, uh, I guess that won't be happening now. Ooh. 
<laughs> wow, terrific acting. Yeah, you're really throwing on the mustard here. It made sense. The company wasn't doing well, and Lynn wanted more money. Spicy brown. An influx of cash might help to fund a more lucrative project. But why didn't she tell any of the others? Yeah, was was there someone in the company that wouldn't want her to get outside funding? <gasps> Maybe Ramrod. Oh, dude, Ramrod definitely did it. No, wait, I think Dick did it. Dick? Dicky. Dicky Ban? A little Dicky Bannister? Hmm. Down the block? <clears throat> it's tough. Um, can, is there a, possible to read a little bit more? I don't want to push my luck, but I feel like I want a little bit more of this scene. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty, like the end of a section. Oh, that's the end of the chapter. All right, never mind. So, okay. Uh, boy. All right, so we have a couple suspects, at least. A couple suspects. Uh, we got a hard-nosed cop on the case who's going to do whatever it takes to solve it and is also thinking about buying some new chairs for his office. Yeah. So, you know, multitasking. I mean, that thought always hits you when it's, you sit in a good chair. You sit in a much better chair than you're used to. You're, yeah, your immediate you know, thought like, is, i got to upgrade my what chairs. the fuck am I doing in my shitty chair? Yeah. This guy's a much nicer chair than I do. He's yeah. sitting in that chair, and he's like, wow, I can spin in this chair. I don't have to swivel. <laughs> so you idiots are swiveling. I'm 10 steps ahead of you spinning. Uh, you know, I think I'm ready to jump ahead and see, uh, see if we can figure out who did it. Who killed Lynn? Who Poor Lynn. Me? Poor Lynn, dead out in the that woods. That was 75? That was 75%, right? Am oh, I right? Shit. Am I right? If I'm doing this right, I think that was a 75%, Mark. So we're going to the finale. And then we are jumping straight away to the very end, and we are going to see who did it. And is Sam going to execute him with his gun? Or knife. Yeah. Or hands. Bare hands. That'd be pretty cool. Who done it? Was it our boy Noah Ramrod with the candlestick in the study? Was it Dick Bannister with the knife in the lounge? Or was it Sam? Or was it Trevor? Or Travis? Or Tyler? Or Tyler? Or was it uh, Terrence? Any of the other people? Yeah, girl with the burning hands from the hot coffee. Could have been her. The uh, Amber, the work associate. The grave digger from the opening scene. The person with the fat tire. Now that's somebody. Now that's it's definitely that's, that's who it's going to be. Horse. All right, yeah. Can yeah. You, I can't. I just can't wait any longer. Will you please wrap this up? Joe squeezed her donut in the middle. Okay. Causing a blob of jelly to poke out of the hole. I love to play with my jelly. Oh <laughs> Lord! She swiped at it with her finger, then licked it off. Yeah, but there was no motive for Tara. At least not that we could figure. Who's Tara? Is that Travis? So why would we be scrutinizing everything she did? I wouldn't beat myself up for not noticing that. Uh, yeah, well, the signs were there. Company doing badly. Tara was the CFO. Is this Ramrod? Sam chewed his donut thoughtfully. <laughs> this is Sam. We found out who the killer was, and it was a mystery character named Tara. Uh, she was very clever, though. When her initial plan of making it look like an accident didn't work, she adapted pretty quickly, like how she told us that Lynn borrowed her bra. <laughs> I wish we'd seen that scene. She knew she put it in the pile. Probably no one would have noticed that if Lynn's death had been ruled accidental. But with us asking questions, she was afraid it might come up. And telling Lynn borrowed it was the perfect way to explain it being there. Well, Tara's a criminal genius. I wish we'd met her. Not to mention it gave her extra ammunition to push her lie about Lynn and Noah, Joe said. Uh, yeah, too bad she didn't know we could get Lynn's phone records. Kevin held up a sheet of paper that was on his desk. 
Here they are. Verizon oh, finally came through, and Lynn had made calls to Roger Bannister. <gasps> Ooh. Wait a second, Mr. Bannister's involved? We would have tracked him down eventually and found out about the company's troubles. Yeah, Reese really helped speed things up with that one. Joe looked at Sam pointedly. She might have been a little green, but I think she's a great asset to the team. Agreed. Maybe we should give her more to do. Sam glanced at the piles of resumes that were still in the corner of Joe's desk. I suppose we still have to hire someone new, though. The cops keep dying. Mm. He glanced at Kevin just in case the officer had changed his mind about coming on full time. Kevin, you generic son of a bitch. Kevin, Kevin looked away. how can I get you on the squad? I'm going to need six dozen generic curry coffee cups. The door $500,000. <laughs> the door opened. And, and a pension. The door and opened. a new revolver. And a fucking sword. The door opened and DuPont entered. Instead of his usual scowling face, he looked almost jovial. Hey, congratulations on solving the Palmer case. This is wonderful news. Oh, I'm glad you didn't do this voice the whole book. He clapped Sam on the back, and Sam nodded and stepped <laughs> away. He still didn't trust DuPont and didn't need his praise. DuPont, you old sandbagger. I hope it bring, brings some closure to our parents, Sam said. Hey, I'll, yeah, I've talked to them. They're relieved. Of course, they're upset that it was a friend of Lynn's, but glad that justice will be done. We love Tara like a daughter. DuPont glanced over at Tyler's desk and back at Sam. Hey, how are the new hires coming along? Uh, yeah, we've been kind of too busy solving this case to interview people, but uh, <laughs> yeah, now that that's over, I guess we'll have to start weeding through the resumes. Sam put the donut down. Suddenly, he didn't have an appetite. Good. I want to make sure this town's in tip-top shape. Is DuPont the mayor? <laughs> Could be. Sounds Show the citizens that I keep crime to a minimum here, and Definitely. I, I'm the best man for the job of mayor. Well, wouldn't you <laughs> wow. know, DuPont said. Well, well, well. <laughs> it looks like you're asking the right questions. Looks like I rubbed my crystal ball the right way. Yuck. Across from Sam, Kevin's eyes widened. He was facing the door, and Sam turned around too late to see Reese coming in with Lucy. Lucy saw DuPont and growled, her hackles rising. Get a load of my hackles. DuPont whirled around. Have you people been keeping this dog in here? <laughs> Told you, she's a dog. Oh. He jerked his head back in Sam's direction. He didn't swivel that head? <laughs> the heads are now. The mayor's jerked the head. The mayor band swivels. I thought I told you to get rid of her. It won't do to have dogs in the police station. That seems like a necessary part of police work. Yeah, they I'm all running dogs. for re-election. I can't have any blemish on my reputation. We're a cat-only police station. <laughs> it's going to be owls or nothing. Sam didn't give a crap about DuPont's reputation. DuPont, I don't give a crap, you hear me? And was about to say so when Reese cut in. Uh, don't, don't worry about that, Mayor DuPont. Reese said, I'll kill the dogs. <laughs> All of them. Uh, no, don't, don't give me any bullshit about bringing her to the shelter. You people have told me that twice already. Now, I want to tell you, there are no... It's not like that. Reese interrupted him. Are you improvising? But in the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the book is way. over. He's just going. <laughs> He's stuck in the world. We ended six pages ago. She went over to, the com to her computer and hit a few keys. The printer hummed to life and spit out a page. Reese grabbed it and held it up. It says, 
Fuck you, Mayor. 72 font times New Roman. Get I, fucked. I thought you knew. We've been accepted for the Canine Leap Grant. Lucy's an official canine dog now. I hate dogs. But like I said, I can't have any blemishes. Dupont ripped the paper out of Reese's hand and glowered at it. A canine program? That, that cost the town money. I don't remember authorizing this. Well, real nickel fisc- and diamond piece of shit. Fisc- yeah, fiscal conservative. Actually, it's a grant. It won't cost any taxpayer money from the town. In fact, I've talked to a bunch of people in town, and they're very impressed with how you're able to get this extra resource for the town without having to raise taxes. Yeah, she knows how to Dupont. Very clever of you. Dupont's demeanor faltered. They are. Yes, everyone knows that Lucy is instrumental in solving this murder. Having her here as a resource will be a great asset to this town to help keep crime levels down. She also licks up the blood. Dupont cleared his throat. (laughs) And her donut. (laughs) Well, I see what you mean. He looked down at Lucy and held a tentative hand out toward her. The dog eyed him suspiciously, but gave his hand an obligatory sniff. Uh, Well, very well then. Dupont tapped his lips with his finger. Maybe this is something I should play out in my campaign. People like dogs, right? The dog mayor. (laughs) (laughs) My deputy mayor is a hound. It's Lucy. Absolutely they do, Reese said. Good. Uh, Well, carry on then. Dupont exited and Joe turned back to Reese. People like dogs, right? Mm, What are these dogs? What was that about? Did you make that up? Reese laughed. Yeah, people hate dogs. No. Remember the other day when we were talking, you said it was too bad we couldn't hire Lucy? Yeah, but I was joking. Well, that got me thinking. I know other precincts have canine dogs. I did some research and asked around at school. Turns out there's a grant program, so I took the initiative to apply. Reese looked sheepishly at Sam. I hope you don't mind me doing it without asking, but you're busy with the case, and I figured it was a long shot, so I didn't want to get anyone's hopes up. You're fired, Sam. I don't mind at all. But how'd you get this past the mayor's office? Don't they have to sign off on this? Sam asked. Well, yeah, sure they do, but I have a friend that works in City Hall. And she just happened to put a bunch of paperwork in along with a bunch of other paperwork and uh, Henley Jameson, uh, the vice mayor, rubber stamped it. Name dropping. The Dalmatian. Then I have another friend who's really good with computers and we managed to um, uh, fast track the application. Ah, the beagle. That's that's right. (laughs) City of dogs. The magical friend that's good with computers sam narrowed his gaze fast track how'd you do that this is a fucking long explanation ending we get it you got some dogs it's good sam held up his palm never mind i don't want to know the important thing is you got it done Reese beamed. Now Lucy can be here officially all day. We don't have to bring her to the shelter. She can stay here in the cell or someone can take her home with her at night. And <laughs> the cell? She she won't be alone all day while we work. Plus, she really did help out. Uh, the grant pays for dog food, a bulletproof dog vest, and even a dog bed. What about the dog gun? Yeah. Give this dog a rifle. Put it on the back. She can swivel and shoot it. Whoosh-poo, baby. Whoosh-poo. Excellent work. Sam squatted down and Lucy trotted over. Maybe it was his imagination, but her fur looked a little shinier today. What are you doing with your hair, Lucy? (laughs) (laughs) The rip in her ear looked to be healing. Herbal essences. Joe crouched down beside him and scratched Lucy's neck. Even Kevin bent down to pet the dog. Even Kevin, that... (laughs) 
<laughs> that awful paint drying watching piece of shit. Sam glanced back at Tyler's empty desk in the corner. Ben and his crew now huddled around Lucy. They were happy, laughing. Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. Even the dog was smiling. She took a huge dump. <laughs> Maybe things were looking up for the White Rock Police Department. Ah, uh, they have a new captain and Lucy. This yeah. is great. Yeah. Everybody's long forgotten about great what's his news. fuck dead in the ground. Which yeah, is, he's terrific. dead. We solved Lynn's murder. It was an unseen character named, uh, what was it? Tara? Tara. Tyler? Tara. Tara. No, 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 no. Tyler's the dead cop. So, well, they filled Tyler's job with a dog. It's probably for the best. I mean, he's got a bulletproof um, vest, so no more accidents. And the dog solved the, the crime. Yeah. So this is really Tyler good. Tyler or Trevor, what's his name? Never did. Um, he was too busy drinking moon bucks. Uh, so, I mean, honestly, a little disjointed. I wish we had heard a little bit more about Tara there. Well, but I guess that's the risk we gamble risk with we when take. we jump all around a book. But I gotta say, despite us kind of not totally getting the full picture of the plot here, I thought this was a pretty fun read. It was real fun. Crazy characters. Lots of chairs. Uh, I would, got a dog. I would definitely recommend it if anybody were to ask me for a, a police-based murder mystery that ends with a dog adoption. Yeah, I'd say, sure. I'd say, well, I have this just exactly the book for that. you. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I think we should jump right into casting this prospective movie. Uh, so, first of all, we have... Uh, what's his name? The main guy? Sam. Sam. He's like the main Sam. cop. I think Sam <coughs> Waterston. That's where I'm You're going. just doing that thing where you're just picking someone, an actor, with the same... Yeah, Sam Waterston name. sounds good. Yeah. But, I mean, I also think that he has the right look and temperament to be like a small town cop. Yeah. He's seen some shit, yeah. but it just wants a little peaceful oh. ride into retirement. If we're going with Sam's, I'm going again with Sam Rockwell. No, too Way young. Way too young. Too What? Yeah. Although, actually not. They kind of established in this book that this dude's like 40-ish. Yeah. This guy's he's he seems like... Um, but I want him to be older. I don't buy the author's reasoning. Sorry, L.A. I know you're the expert. I yeah. Know the, uh, he's got like a little bit of a rogue streak. He puts people in a in a unbalanced chair. That's... Hey. That's hard-hitting stuff right there. Yeah, it's pretty I unhinged. forgot about that. That was pretty rough. Um, all right. Anybody else? You think anybody else for... I mean, what do you think, Shane? Uh, if you could split the difference between Sam Rockwell and Sam Watterson. Waterwell. That's what I would choose. Huh. Right in the middle. I'd love to see that. Who would that be? That's an Oscar winner, I'll tell you what. Uh, and probably an Emmy winner. Tom Hardy. Then you got his partner. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> his partner, Joe. <laughs> Joe. Remind, uh, remind me about she that? Was, oh, that's the woman. That's yeah, right. she's okay, the sorry. one with like the hot cup of coffee. Oh man, I think tapping the pencil. Who do you think? Um, I don't. Uh, you know. Uh, come back to me. I'm thinking Xena Warrior Princess Lucy Lawless. Lucy Lawless. Lawless. All right, I can see that. Oh, I'm. I can't think of the name. What it is? She's like the. She's a really famous comedian. She hosts SNL all the time. Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy for Joe. Yeah, you're, you're a comedic small animal. time uh, cop. Yeah, I guess I could see that. I, I feel guess like we, she's got too big a personality to play such a small I role. I think Joe was in this more. I think it alludes that she's a big part of it. If and she's I, sitting in on like the interrogation, but she's second fiddle to Sam. And I, I also mean, think Melissa McCarthy could rein it in. I think you're underestimating her. Uh, anyway, I think that we should. Who who else? What do we got? Uh, yeah, Noah. The uh, Noah Ramrod. Do well. You need someone that can swivel, man. You need a long necked fella. No, Noah was the guy that sounded like pure garbage, right? Ramrod. Yeah. What about we just use a giraffe? 
and just uh, kind of do some CGI with the mouth. I've never seen a movie do that. I truly can't even comprehend what you're thinking. Is that Dobbsian? That's that's pretty Dobbsian. That's anti-Dobbsian. <laughs> that's uh, con-Dobbsian. Mm. I believe it's I'm just thinking, who can swivel their neck? I didn't go it's to like a tech, good. like a small town guy that starts like a tech startup. I think Some kind of startup. I think it's Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan? Can he swivel, though? I don't know. Can anyone? I mean, who could? Um, no, I'm thinking he's like a kind of like a hotshot guy, oh. like a Skeet Ul- Ulrich. <laughs> you know, a hotshot guy like Skeet Ulrich. Yeah, sure, sure. I guess yeah. I could see that. I guess I was thinking he founded a software company, so he's probably somewhat of a a nerd. Oh, okay. but hey, listen, don't let me step on your dreams of getting Skeet Ulrich for this movie. Uh, what about right, Dick right. Bannister? Dick Bannister, know that. Oh, that's, that's going to be a that's treat. The, the, the star role. Now yeah. he's in his twenties. He's a hot shot, but not too hot. Follow me here. I'm thinking Fat Haley Joel Osment with the beard. Oh man, I was thinking Fat Jonah Hill. Well, that's whoa, all. Whoa, 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 whoa! These are both good. Were you thinking somebody fit? I was going to go Slim. Slim who? Shady? <laughs> oh, Eminem, my main guy, huh? Rick Moranis. What? Young, young, young Rick, Rick Moranis. Moranis. I could see that. I could see that. I could see a mm. Ghostbusters Rick Moranis. In mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Who know. brought the dog? Come on, the the it's a classic. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he has a stature. Well, who said this guy had stature? Well, oh, seems, I think he seemed tall. No, I mean no. He had he had a big personality. His name he is big Dick chairs. Bannister, and you're gonna come on. Yeah, it's all making up for his obvious lack of uh, I don't know confidence. Well, he has confidence, but it's it's lack of physical. He's like a Napoleon complex. That's what I'm thinking. Well, if you're gonna go all yeah. the way in that direction, fucking put Danny DeVito in there. Call it a day. What? All right, no, you're mm. way off base. Uh, I don't like that. <laughs> um, and then we have. This is why I don't make movies. <laughs> One of many reasons. I think you know Dobbs himself has got to be in this. Dobbs. Dobbs. I'm thinking of L.A. Dobbs. Is maybe Tara. When I think of L.A. Dobbs, well, who do, would you cast to play L.A. Dobbs? Lucy? When you think of L.A. Dobbs, oh. who do you think? I think of, oh man, I think of like... Uh, I have a very specific image in mind. Rip Torn or somebody. Rip like, Torn? Yeah. That's badass. Yeah. I was thinking the master Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh. That's L.A. Dobbs. That's pretty good. L.A. Dobbs? I'm going a different direction. A guy with total mastery of his craft. I see <laughs> L.A. Dobbs as a woman. I see Mariska Hargaday. Ooh. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I could see L.A. Dobbs as Mariska Hargaday. Or Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's a toss-up. Uh, <laughs> same, same, really. Uh, and then, any, are we missing anybody? We got Trevor, uh, Dead Tara. Boy Trevor. That's Ryan Phillippe. He's in the ground. Yeah, there you Tara's go. Tara's easy. That's Tara Reed. Yeah, One more time. Always. Yeah, and then, uh, let's see. Piece of shit. Anybody? Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry. Uh, don't talk about Tara Reed like that. Sorry, no, actually, actually, I really like her. Uh, no, she we know nothing about Tara. No, so we, we never, even, really never even saw her. Uh, I'll just cast her as, like, a knife. Oh, here we go. Generic Kevin. Generic Kevin, right off the bat, Ed Begley Jr. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, yeah. he looks like he just hangs guy. around the force. He looks like for he, years. he drinks generic K cups. Yeah. Uh, uh what, who's the other uh, dog? Who would you cast as the dog? Eddie from Frasier. That's a beautiful dog. Um, but I mean, was this specified to be like? It didn't even say what kind of dog. It could just be any dog. A any dog. Any kind of dog. Any it's, kind of show dog. Well, it's, they're not picky. They're in New Hampshire. They're police dogs. Could be anything. Um. All right. I mean, I think that that was a good book. Yeah, it was a good book. That It was fun. Um, probably wouldn't read the whole thing, but I liked the parts that we saw. I'd read five pages of it, it and fun. I have. I've seen the movie. 
I know I'd see the movie if you cast just as we said it. I mean, I see any Dobbs, and I'd love. I mean, yeah, I'm a I'm a Dobbs freak. I would love to meet L.A. Dobbs. L.A. If you're out there, hit us up. Give us a ring. Give us a ring a ding. Get on uh, the show. Yeah, if we would love to have you. Love to talk to you about the book. Maybe follow up with some ideas for your next book, uh, and just see what you're up to. I mean, I'm a big Dobbs head myself. Always been. Uh, so, on that note, I think uh, I think that about does it. I think you can. Uh, you can connect with us on the internet. We have a Facebook. We have a Twitter. Yeah. AMZN Book Club. Yep, on both. We're on all the sites, the big sites. Uh, and then we're also uh, at bookclubpodcast.com or on SoundCloud or your iTunes or Pocket Casts or whatever the hell you use to listen to podcasts. You probably know that already because you're listening to this. Thanks to Morris Reese for the music, Chris Linquist for the artwork, and thank you to L.A. Dobbs. L.A., baby. baby Dobbs. Hollywood Dobbs. Let's do a line. L.A. Dobbs, your book was unforgettable. L.A. Bunch of cops. You have a convertible, L.A. I know you do. Take me in it. Let's drive, baby. Zoom, zoom, baby. Let's rip it open. Bye now. Bye.